and welcome to the Lighthouse Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you to live your life well. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can jump on our website at differentlight.com.au and click the connect button. Or could we encourage you to also support our work by clicking on the giving button. Thanks so much for listening. It's a lot more joyful on the Sunday, isn't it, than Good Friday. Good Friday is a solemn day for me. I like to really reflect and think and, and put myself alongside Jesus as he did that and paid that incredible price for us. And uh, we, we spoke to that on uh, Good Friday. We talked about what we believe Jesus' death accomplished for us. It's historical fact that he existed. We have more evidence of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection than we have of Julius Caesar being emperor of Rome. So ignoring that Jesus was historically alive and that he died on a cross and rose again would be the same as ignoring that Julius Caesar even was emperor of Rome. Can you believe that? But our belief tells us something different. There was more accomplished than what happened when Jesus just died. He actually released us from an incredible debt that we owed God because of the life we had taken from him by choosing to live our own way and do our own thing. And and that, of course, all starts to make sense when we explore the incredible life that God draws us into. So where Good Friday we reflect and think about the death Jesus died, Good Sunday or Easter Sunday, we're spending our time thinking about the incredible life that he brings us into. On the stage here with me, I have three representations of life. Over here we have the glass of water, which is required for life to exist, or I'm told that by biologists at least. Then we have a plant, it exists as a, as a life form of its own. And then we have my cloudy boy here. Who wants to see me pull a rabbit out of a cage? Let's see if I can. He's pretty scared. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, don't want to. He might like a cuddle. There we go. There he is. The kids and Elise think that I don't love him, but when no one's watching, me and Cloudy Boy, we have, we have our moments. He's, he's a form of life as well. There's all these life forms on stage, water, plant, and rabbit. But with these life forms, even my own, there's an if, right? The water's fine, if it doesn't get fed to the plant. The plant's fine if it doesn't get fed to the rabbit. And the rabbit's fine (laughs) if it doesn't get fed to me. (laughs) I couldn't eat this guy, look at him. I can't imagine he'd taste very good anyway. What do you reckon, kids? Should we put him in the pot or put him back in the cage? Hands up for cage. Hands up for pot. Pot wins. Sorry, buddy. Here we go. Oh, look at this. 
That's his treat for being a good uh, animal on stage. There's, there's an if attached to life for us, right? Life exists if something doesn't act upon it to change it into something else and something else and something else. Even for me, my life exists if I make good decisions about my health, if I tie my rope correctly when I go rock climbing, if I cross the street and check both ways first. Existence of life for us in a biological sense has an if attached to it. But it's different with God. When it comes to God and the life he brings, there's no if. Life for us, biologically, is a bit iffy. But God's not iffy. In fact, there's 66 books written by a numerous group of authors and translators across an incredible amount of history and time that attests to the fact that God is not iffy. His existence has no if attached to it. You might say, well, if I believe in him or not, well, that good luck. No one's lived long enough to prove it. God exists because he just is. He's self-existent. He is there. He has life because he says so. When we believe in that life, we're moved from the ifs into a different kind of life that doesn't rely on just biology anymore, that is actually enriched by a deeper, more spiritual experience of life. Jesus came to teach us about this, and I want to read to you what he taught us. You'll remember that I often like zooming in on the stories where Jesus does something significant on the Sabbath, and the Sabbath is that Jewish weekly festival and rhythm of rest where they're meant to overflow with life on those days. That's what it's for. And here comes Jesus speaking life over people on the Sabbath. He will often heal people and bring life back to their body and bones on the Sabbath. And yet, the religious keepers of the law would criticize him for that and even seek to take his life from him because of what he chose to do and say on the Sabbath. How ironic is that? They're going to take life away from somebody on a day that's meant to bring life to you. In John chapter 5, we read that the Pharisees, for the reason Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, he was breaking the Sabbath, he was even calling God his Father and making himself equal with God. They sought to kill him. A few verses later, Jesus says this, Very truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life beyond the ifs that we see here on stage. And they will not be judged, but they have crossed over from death to life. Very truly, I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. And get this, for as the Father has life in himself, there's no if attached to God's life. He has life in himself. So he has granted life to his Son to have life in himself. When you believe and follow Jesus, you gain access to that 
kind of life. Life without the if. God is not an if kind of God. God is more a so kind of God. Often our our life can be iffy sometimes, can't it? I will be happy if I get the job I want. I will be generous if I get a little bit more money. I will be healthy if my ankle stops hurting. I will, I will, I will help others. I'll be, take my faith more seriously and come to church more often if they stop doing soccer on Sunday or whatever. There's all these ifs, right? But God's not an if God. He's a so God. God created the world and the universe so we could live in it. He modeled what generosity and creativity and faith looks like so we could do the same and flourish because of it. He he showed us what love is so our relationships could be whole and good and fruitful. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish or suffer death, but have eternal life. He's a so kind of God. Everything with God, all of his life's purpose is to give us a so, to give us a reason and a purpose for our living. And we follow Jesus into that purpose. He fills our life with a so. He makes us generous and creative so our communities can flourish. He gives us a unique set of talent, imagination, and intelligence so we can make a really good contribution to our communities. He he, he fills our homes with love and laughter and light and joy so we can experience life to the full. God fills our life with a so, not an if. So, I invite you to follow Jesus' example of life by watching it in the people alongside you in church, connecting with one another and caring for one another, finding out who it is you need to learn about that life from and, and following their way of it. Maybe it's someone a little older than you. Being discipled in the faith and life of Jesus so that you can adopt it for your own so that it brings life to you and through you. And I also encourage you to pray so that you can commune and connect and converse with God, His power and presence, active and alive with His Holy Spirit, so that you not only then have gifts that you can bless other people with to make them strong, so that you can bring the fruit of his spiritual life into your world as well. The love that he grows, the faith that he grows, the kindness, the joy, the gentleness, the faithfulness, the self-control, all these beautiful things that his spirit life brings to us with purpose and intent and reason. So we celebrate Jesus rising out of the grave into that new life. And we believe in him who did that. Not for historical fact. That's, that's not what I'm here to convince you of. I'm here to convince you of putting faith in what his death 
life and resurrection accomplished. That it unites you with God again so that his spirit life can be awakened in you and you can demonstrate it to all those around you. I pray that this Easter is a meaningful one for you, but it's not just a a one-off moment. I pray that it's a step, another step in a journey. And that by hearing this and understanding maybe a little bit more about not the if kind of God we have, but the so kind of God we have, you become more willing to take another step in the journey closer to Him. Thank you for listening to the Lighthouse Podcast. We hope this message brings inspiration and encouragement to your day. If you want to check out any of our other podcasts or the work that we do or when and where we gather, jump on our website at differentlight.com.au. Catch you later.